we'll get started in three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone. It's Trauma and Trash. I'm Ashley. I'm Steve. And welcome to 2022. How okay, are you? Okay, so maybe there is a nail under the entire thing. Steve has gross things going on with his body, specifically his nails. Yeah, it's it's probably fine. I'll just throw a Band-Aid on it. It'll be good. Honestly, that is such a man response. <laughs> I mean, every now and then, <laughs> they do happen. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. You can't hear it, but it's happening. I'm surprised you haven't suggested, like, super glue. Mm. No, no. Just keep <laughs> chewing. Jesus. All right, everybody. <laughs> So this, uh, the kickoff this year, I thought it would be a great idea to watch Pink Flamingos by John Waters. It's a film, uh, came out in 1972. Unbeknownst to me, I was under the impression that Steve had already watched this movie. So it was like, okay, great. Steve has already watched it. I'm going to watch it. Um, if he doesn't like rewatch it, not a big deal. We'll talk about it. Turns out Steve hasn't seen it either. <laughs> Do I know of the myth, the legend, the Excalibur of it all? Absolutely. Had I ever seen it in its entirety? No. I knew nothing. I knew nothing except the end of the film. Yeah, the... The, again, mythical scene which, yeah. for which this film is known. Yeah, that was that was it. Um, not gonna lie, I feel like that may have been the least uh, shocking thing out of the entire film. Uh, personally, for me. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, because at least at least for that, you're prepared, and you're sitting there the entire film. Because not sure if it's a spoiler alert. Because if you listen to us, you're probably aware of this film, and if you are aware of this film, you are aware that divine eats dog shit like you you see it go from the dog to the ground to her mouth chomped up in her teeth yes and i think because what i imagined in my head was much more graphic um Mm -hmm. than what what, like what had actually happened uh so this this i decided to do this because steve um i think in the spring of last year was like we need to do some john waters and i was like well obviously Mm -hmm. Um, because John Waters calls himself what the Pope of Trash, the Pope of Filth. Yeah, and and really, we can't do justice to ourselves if we have a podcast called Trauma and Trash without visiting the absolute granddaddy of trash. Yes. So we now have strap in. Oh, tightly. Do not. And again, you should not be listening to this podcast in an unsafe place. Meaning, you know, work, school, carpool, um, honestly. Church. Church, yeah. Uh, but No, wait a minute. Church would be delightful. Oh, honestly, any of these places would be delightful. But specifically, <laughs> maybe don't right now. <laughs> maybe don't. Also, if this is your first time joining us, thanks a bunches. Um, if this is your first foray into us and filthy shit maybe just like back up a little bit and i don't know try barbarella yeah yeah sleepaway camp is a good introduction yeah yeah just just like 
this is more of like a, we just threw you in the 10 foot section of the pool and you don't have your floaties on and you don't swim. <laughs> Good luck, bitch. Okay. Let's go. Well, I see Philip. No. no, it's fine. Uh, none of that was English. I was going to say, <laughs> um, I think it's, it's uh, wise to note that this is uh, kind of a film that is hard to get your hands on. Yes. And the it reason not for streaming that- anywhere. Yeah, and the reason for that being is that this movie is rated NC-17. I also think it was only rated NC-17 in its re-release in 1997. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah, one of those, yeah. that's what the DVD that I borrowed for it was. Yeah, so it was only, well, not anymore, but it was only before it came, or after it came out, rather. It was rated NC-17. Um, and as you know, that means no one can watch it over the age or under the age of 17. Maybe people shouldn't watch it over the age of 17, your choice. Um, <laughs> so it makes getting this film really difficult. Uh, thankfully, Steve had a friend who loaned a copy and mm-hmm. thankfully, uh, I loaned it from a library who didn't realize it had an NC-17 film. <laughs> I love libraries. Um, so Steve. Yeah, shout out to Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, apparently he's like, oh yeah, this is one of my favorite films. I put it on in the background when I'm cleaning. Good people, <laughs> honestly. It the best people. Good people. But yeah, so here it is. The tension, the anticipation was palpable. The slight sadness that I had when it started off with the new line cinema opening and mm. just the the sound of that and to have that not immediately followed up by the opening strains for Robin Hood Prince of Thieves starring Kevin Costner I think says a lot about me because I just yeah I heard the New Line Cinema thing and I just expected it to be Robin Hood Prince of Thieves uh, question question does this does this mean you like Kevin Costner you know what don't answer don't you know what it's a great film is it Tyler's trying to get me to watch it and I'm like no I'm good like Kevin Costner as a super non-British British hero Morgan Freeman playing up stereotypes Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio Alan Rickman in the the very first I knew of him why a spoon cousin why not an axe because it's dull you twit it'll hurt more so good Christian Slater saying the only fuck bomb in the entire movie. Oh, Christian Slater's in it? could keep it as PG-13. Oh, yeah, he's both Scarlet. He wears these great pants. It is a joyous 90s romp, but that is not what we are here for. We are here for Pink Flamingos. It starts off and we see a trailer, which is, it's, it's got some flair as far as trailers go. Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> it's not fully pink. It has like a pink line. And mm-hmm. um, we only, I don't even know if we see it in the movie because the DVD, I'm assuming it's the same one that Steve was watching, um, has a credit or not credits, but like cutout scenes. And the kitchenette has leopard print mm-hmm. wallpaper. Did you see that? Uh, did I clock the leopard print backsplash? Absolutely. Yes. Is, is it everything I want? You bet your ass. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so we see their opening credits. They've got some nice design to them. Some effort was put into the graphics for that. I was like, cool, okay, nice. 
I saw that the film was dedicated to three people. I'm going, okay. I was going to say, no, I, I do not quote me on this. I think, I think it was mm-hmm. dedicated to three of the people from the Manson family. That makes sense. Well, John Waters had like an obsession with the Manson family trial. I think he actually went to some of it. I think. Of course he did. Yeah. I want to say that he actually met Squeaky from, but I'm not like, I'm not positive though. Wow. Yes. Again, it all tracks guys. Yes. Yes, it does. So our opening scene, we see, we meet Edith Massey. Now, I believe she was in several of John Waters' films. I do believe so. So John Waters, like many directors, kind of uses the same people over and over again. Um, And I think Mm. a lot of the people that we see in this film were used in his more kind of like avant-garde first, like earlier stuff. Um, And for the most part, these were Mm. not people that were actors. Yeah, there there is no Ricky Lake to be seen. Ah, no, 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 no. Yeah, John Waters, he is the delightful director of Crybaby, Hairspray, the original, not the musical. Um, Serial Mom. Serial Mom. Serial Mom. Pecker. Although that does remind me, you heard that Rosie O'Donnell drowned? You fucking with me? They found her face down in Ricky Lake. (laughs) (laughs) I forget who... Probably my uncle Letty told me that one, but yeah, yeah, seemed like a. <laughs> you know what? It was a dated joke, but like it works perfectly. Everyone's dying. Oh my god, that was <laughs> beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, so Edith Massey, we meet her. She is just sitting there in her underwear. She is in a like 70s child's playpen in the corner of the living room of this trailer. And she, like, I saw this and I went, I've seen this on Drag Race in musical form. (laughs) The legends were true. And yeah, she's obsessed with eggs. Just very, you can tell she is not good with lines whatsoever did your dvd have bits like a little snippet at the end with john waters actually talking about stuff and some extra clips and the mm-hmm. okay yeah. good so we did watch the same thing yeah but yeah and he was saying yeah she was not good with monologues and you can you can tell she is not an actrice but no there's a certain there's a certain sweetness to her with all of the filth i, I mean out of everything that we watch, she is probably the the innocent care, the most innocent character of all of them. Oh yes, uh, she just hangs out in this uh, crib in the corner of mm-hmm. the trailer, j- just exclusively talking about eggs and getting them all over her ample bosom. Oh yes, yeah. So yeah, and then there's I didn't. <laughs> I went again with more reactions to what was happening than making sure I got the narrative storyline down. So, but yeah, we, we meet Divine who absolutely lives up to her name. Yes. I was confused 
confused. So the whole, mm-hmm. the whole like narrative of this story, which I, that's why I, I kind of had to look some things up just to like get the narrative straight. But the whole narrative of this story is that uh, Divine and her family are uh, holed up in this like out of nowhere, middle of the woods part of Baltimore. So they can live in this trailer because they're on the run because Divine is known as the filthiest woman alive. Mm-hmm. And so there's this couple, the Marbles, because that's their last name. Um, yes. are trying to find Divine and ruin ruin her life because they want to be the filthiest people alive. So we hear Divine mm-hmm. being called Babs once in a while. And I was like, mm-hmm. what's happening? So that's what's happening. That's what it is. Yes. Um, and then so it's uh, Mama's in the trailer, Divine, and then Cotton and mm-hmm. Crackers. I must point out yes. that they are not twins as I assumed. Um, <laughs> they, they are not. Crackers is Divine Son. Yes. And then yes. Cotton is an added on accessory who has an interesting relationship with Crackers because there is, as Lawrence Cheney would say, sexual tension between them, but they... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like they don't do anything together in the film, but but they do things together in the film. I want to point out that I uh, up until a, I mean it got it it got told real quick. Up until a certain point, I thought they were siblings, and I was like, "Oh great, we've got incest." You know, I love incest. Turns out, I don't like it as much as I think I do. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> when it's presented in a certain way. I don't like it. <laughs> and we'll get to that uh, later. We will light that firecracker in a bit, darlings. Oh, yeah, in a jar. <laughs> and then the glass will explode and we'll all die with little glass pieces on our eyeballs and our naughty bit. Ooh. It won't be fun. So this is filmed kind of like, because obviously uh, what I was reading, like they had no budget, mm-hmm. essentially. This was very like a low budget affair. So they had to film it on mm-hmm. weekends and they kind of had to do it um, as best as they could. So it's uh, the, the film's a little like low grade quality, but it gives this like a documentary feel, which kind of works for the entire movie. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, you know yeah. what it harkened back to for me? Us Barbie's making movies. Academy. Yeah. Like, even though we hadn't seen it then, <laughs> which I can't, I can't. I'm a little sad I'm only watching it now, but to be fair, I don't know how much would change had I watched it earlier. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. Ed, it Because it very much fits with, it just very much fits with us. And yeah. yeah. Though we did not know it at the time, spiritually, Pink Flamingos and Barbie's Phlebotomy follow the same religion. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily at the same church, but... They are, they're in the same spiritual wheelhouse. Yes, yes, which was, yeah, no, I immediately thought of that. I was like, this is just, it, it's truly fascinating, like, what we kind of absorb culturally mm-hmm. and pop culturally specifically. Um, I mean, honestly, two different moves and we, we could be making this, don't, you know it. <laughs> you, yeah. There is still time. That there absolutely is. But I am not playing your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and there's a lot of swearing in it. I'm not I don't Ashley. Know. <laughs> like, no, it's not. A- <laughs> there's a lot oh. of swearing in this movie, rightfully so. Um, I did write yeah. down a few different mm-hmm. things. You're a real cunt, you know it? Eat the bird, bitch. <laughs> I was just like, that's great. <laughs> that was during a job interview um, because we kind of see snippets of the Marvel family. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're what they do to try to like be the filthiest people alive is that they kidnap women mm-hmm. ha- and put them in their gross basement, have their servant rape them, mm-hmm. get pregnant, give birth. And then the babies are sold to nice lesbian couples. Yes. I believe they and also the- sell heroin to children. Yes. They also sell heroin to children. So Connie Marbles is played by Mink Stoll, who is another another muse for John Waters and just her entire get up in the, yes, now that we are, I am assuming back, yes, we may or may not know someone in our previous part of our lives who, yeah, Mink Stoll, just dead ringer, just the energy, the everything. But yeah, also style goals, like I wanted her glasses so bad everything now obviously like they're doing you know they died because so she has bright i mean bright red hair which obviously would have stuck out i mean it would stick out now but would stick out really in the 70s um and then mm-hmm. her husband was his name roger ronald ronald roland i think ronald so her husband has he was fabulous he had longer electric blue hair and this like almost a handlebar mustache but it like went up farther it was great mm-hmm. carpet matched the drapes so also that yes <laughs> also that yeah i believe i believe at this point i just wrote down i'm in love only eight minutes in and i'm in love yeah yeah so then um what happens is divine uh she needs to go into town she needs to get like a few things, just like run some errands and her son's coming mm. with her. They only have the one car because he has a date and she's like, well, how are you going to get home? He's like, oh, don't worry. Like we'll hitchhike. Like it's not a big deal. And she's like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Cause hitchhiking was a thing in the seventies. Was a thing. Um, so also, they go into, also oh, notes go that he lives in a shed outside of the actual trailer itself. That is also a chicken coop, but we digress. But that is that is a, that is a point. But moving on, so we get a lovely montage of him driving to town, like almost running somebody off the road, uh, stopping for like almost stopping for a hitchhiker, but then being like, "No, fuck you!" <laughs> no, it's really great, and um, I don't know. I think as we all know, like John Waters grew up in a certain time, so he has an affinity for like fifties, sixties, like greaser, excuse me, style like music. So. Mm-hmm. The music in this movie is great. Yeah, the music is fantastic. It's really good. Um, I think from there we, yes. So from there we see the first lesbian couple come into the Marbles home. They go upstairs past this wall of posters and stuff that I just saw that. And I went, that is you. Like you would absolutely have <laughs> that wall curated. To in be your fair, home. she's on her way. <laughs> With with all of my Satan paraphernalia and drag queen <clears throat> shit, we're on track. Oh god, yeah. Working it up. Yeah, and this is where we find out that, yeah, they are 
the marbles are running a baby factory in their basement and one of the mothers died in childbirth and Channing, their manservant, has not yet gotten rid of the dead body. Much the consternation nope. of the other chained up pregnant sex slave. Yes. In the basement. And there's a real baby down there. And there is a point when the guy is holding the baby and the woman kind of like paws at him because, you know, they're enacting what would be like a really scary scene. It's not in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a little concerned for the baby. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was fine. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Then the baby went off with a nice lesbian couple. Yay. 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 Then we just see, we get to see what Divine's doing. I also need to point out, so we, so the whole, the incest thing, right? So uh, Cotton tells Crackers, he's like, yes, I'm going to bring this girl back. She's like, oh, I can't wait to watch. He's like, oh, I'm going to do something new and exciting. She's like, oh, I can't wait. She's like, no, don't touch me. That's why I thought like, oh, it's incest. But she's like, oh, we can't physically do anything. Oh, okay. My, my bad. it ain't incest it's just fucked up yes so now divine goes in to uh like a little bodega and she gets a piece Mm -hmm. of meat yep shoves it in her undercarriage yep i wrote down she just shoved a brisket in her beaver (laughs) (laughs) which is the best part because it's not like it's being shoved down the underwear she just like pats it on her pussy clenches her legs and on she goes yeah and gets like accosted by some really weird guy with hot dogs and then just leaves but she is just glamorously walking about town just as the as the soundtrack is playing and you could tell this was something where they were like okay you're just gonna get up in your high whore drag Mm -hmm. walk downtown in broad daylight i'm gonna film you from the car and that's just it and it's it's just fascinating to watch just how transgressive that must have been back then and just seeing people's reactions and it's it's powerful. Yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic because not only are we seeing that just kind of like this brash display of self, but we're also seeing like a little mm-hmm. piece of what like the Baltimore area looked like during the time. Yeah. It just it just goes together so so perfectly, mm-hmm. so perfectly. And then uh, and then she goes and I think she pisses in somebody's lawn. Yeah, she ends up in yeah. a nicer part of town and she just squats and pisses on someone's lawn, like wipes her coochie with some toilet paper, tosses it into the bush, and off she goes on her merry way. Must be pointed out that we do not see the meat. I don't right. know meat at that point has gone somewhere. Hopefully just down the butt crack and not soaking up the water. You know what I mean? You cook it. It's fine. I mean, later on, she does have a line about warming it in her personal oven. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a good point. She could have. <laughs> I was a big piece of meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just the wonderful beautifulness of seeing those two synapses go. Yeah. Oh. Yep. It all connects, guys. Sometimes take longer than others. But on from her escapades, next we see Roland, Ronald, Roger, blue-haired dude, whatever his name there. So he has his own peccadilloes, as it were, where he likes to peep on pretty young ladies in the park and then go up to them 
creep up and expose himself with various and sundry pieces of meat tied to his own piece of meat. Which I assume cannot be comfortable. So there's these two innocent looking young ladies mm-hmm. frolicking. They go, they sit, they're going to eat their lunch. And uh, he rolls up. He exposes himself. The music stops playing at this point, like abruptly. <laughs> and he has like a, like a long, thin stick of like salami attached to his dick. And he just waggles it. Uh-huh. Like a kibasa that he's just like, and I wrote down, yeah, I should not be cackling this loud this late at night. Again, another thing that was uh, was innocent, really. <laughs> but yeah, so they run off and he just go ahead and grabs the purse that they left behind and ta-da. Yeah, next, I believe, we find out that Cracker's date, uh, yes. Cookie. Yes, interesting yes. names for these people. So, Which is the best part because a lot of the names were just their names. Cookie's name was Cookie. Oh. And I think... Uh, uh, Channing's name was Channing. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Cookie is going to be Cracker's date that night. Mm-hmm. Turns out she is a spy for the Marbles. Yes. And so... Connie has her sat down and she's like, I just want you to find out everything about this divine, where they go, where they live, how many people live there, blah, 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 all this stuff. And Cookie's like, okay, I'm probably going to have to degrade myself in some fashion, just so you know, but so y'all better be paying me for this. Yeah. So then we see what happens. Uh, They get back to the trailer. She meets Uh grandma. That goes well. Yep. And they Who go at this out. point had some egg all over her bosom because oh yes did the did the Eggman come yet or is the Eggman still no he has not come yet Steve okay he's not gotcha. come yet so Cotton and Cookie no 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 mm-hmm. Crackers and Cookie Crackers and Cookie Cotton and Cookie Crackers yeah Crackers and Cookie Cotton's crackers watching Crackers and but Cookie yeah. they go out to the shed and Cotton is. So she goes to the shed and she watches. This is literally, okay. I I feel like we have to say there is a massive trigger warning because there is yeah. live animal death. Yes, there is. This, out of the entire movie, like this was the worst thing for me. I I believe I agree with you there. Because I, I, <laughs> I was not expecting. Nope. <laughs> this was hands down the worst thing for me and it makes it difficult too because um you know there's i don't know if the humane society the humane society might have existed at the time but you know for movies they didn't need to have any safety protocols for animals um people certainly mm-hmm. viewed animals a lot different or at least it's it's more mainstream how animals are viewed now i guess yeah um this was also what is just considered a quote farm animal so there's mm-hmm. that live animal death happened in a lot of movies in the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. It was something that happened. So with that, the scene proceeds. Do you want to describe it? Or do you want me to take it? Um, we can we can tag team it. Just like that chicken did. Yes, because 
Because we have, I mean, Cookie is lying there. She's already naked. Yes. Quackers is already naked. Yes. Cotton's peering in the window. And like, so he climbs on top of her. They start going at it or whatever. But remember, this is a chicken coop. So he's like, oh, I'm going to do something. And he grabs a chicken. And it's it's like he was trying to shove the chicken into her pussy. I fully believe, yes. I think he was trying to shove the head and the neck of the chicken in her vagina. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, did this actress know what she was getting into? Because her screaming and protestations felt fairly real. Gosh, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, and I, I, I don't know anything about this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of compared to like some of the others. I don't know anything about her. Um, I think he already had one film and a couple shorts under his belt at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, these were all like, these were all essentially friends of John Waters that he had yeah. in the movies. I think she must have known to an extent because he also seemed like pretty, pretty good with people saying like, no, I don't want to do blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good then. Because, because. Mink Stoll was supposed to get her hair caught on fire and it oh. would have had to have been a real thing. And she was uh-huh. going to go, she was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then uh, they were going to, it was like a week before filming or something. And she's like, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Oh, and okay. then he was like, that's even better. Cause she would have gotten three third degree burns and I would have been in jail. Yeah. So maybe she did know that the chickens were going to be involved, but yeah so So, crackers is on top of her and he's trying to shove this chicken in her pussy now again this is a real mm -hmm. live chicken they are Mm -hmm. both nude i i mean there was no like Mm -hmm. covering anything they were both very much nude um and he is handling this chicken by the throat in a very like vicious manner and you see there might have been a, a slight cut or at least a jump in the film i mean we're talking like very mm-hmm. very slight but then all of a sudden there is yeah. you see there's blood on her leg and it's not because she's injured it's because the chicken is yeah because he keeps the chicken between them as he climbs on and starts i don't know if there was any actual penetration or not but i don't basically, it didn't look like it yeah no he climbs on and starts basically fucking her and the chicken simultaneously and the chicken is dead now it was horrific yeah it if you have followed us you know that at this point we do not shock easily oh boy this did it yeah yeah this this was was rough because i I mean i feel this is almost like a perfect movie and just it's it's absurdity and it's avant-gardeness but like that Mm -hmm. scene like yeah and i've i mean i've I have seen some other films that have used like live animal death. And I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously like not in this way. Mm -hmm. And I wonder too, not that I thought it was fantastic when I watched it previously. I just wonder how I feel about it now. Mm. You know, also just a little uh, back in time jump because we lost this episode to the computer gods. Um, We watched the, the little girl who, well, what is it called with Jodie Foster? Uh, the little girl in the house down the lane? Something like that. Um, there, It's not a live animal death, but they did get a dead hamster. You remember oh, that? Yeah. 
that was fucked up. Not as much as I remember them using her older sister as a body double for 13-year-old Jodie Foster losing her virginity to a guy who was, what, in his 20s? Yeah, yeah. Again, I think there was a reason that we lost that episode. (laughs) But let us continue. Horrific scene is over. Uh, (laughs) All done. I just had the very cursed thought of this movie does answer well, which came first, the chicken or the egg? In this case, it was the chicken. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> now the Eggman comes. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, he's just kind of like a milkman slash traveling salesman, but he just has a giant case full of eggs and <laughs> Grandma Edith just absolutely loves him for it. Yes. And it was interesting to see too. So obviously this is like a non-functioning home, this trailer that they're actually in. You can, you can see Mm -hmm. their breath. It's so cold. Yes. Yes. Which I felt bad for her because she's in just her underwear. (laughs) Although I did write down during that scene, not going to lie, this is kind of making me want eggs. I was the direct opposite. (laughs) I I can't just eat like a hard boiled egg. Oh god, me me neither. Oh, like it's okay. Always, it's all thing. Okay, yeah, I'm like, ooh. Like the kind of rubbery gelatinous outside, and then the chalky middle. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. And can't. they smell like if it's in, like you know, I'll like eat a salad and I'll like cut it up really fine and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, tell us how do you like your eggs? Let us know in the comment below. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and this is where this is coming up. Oh yeah, so, this is yeah. So, so now, <laughs> cut back to the marbles who are being driven around. They're in the back of their car. As I'm going, just God, Mink Stole is style goals in this yes. movie. <sighs> and they find a gal who's hitchhiking. As you do. So they pick her up. They're like, hey, where are you going? Oh, you're going to meet your boyfriend in town. Oh, well. How about, how'd you like to get fucked by our chauffeur? Give me the rag. This, children, is why we do not hitchhike. I've, pick, I've picked up a hitchhiker. Did you chloroform them so you could chain them in your basement and impregnate them? Anywho, so they take <laughs> her to the basement. <laughs> and this scene was also fucked up, but like, true, like the, the chicken thing like ruined me. Uh-huh. This shocked me just, but like in a different way. Yeah, yeah. In a different way. So our servant Channing Tatum, um, he mm-hmm. decides that he he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like raping the women. I don't think he particularly likes women. Um, no. so he's come up with a new way to do this. And so there's still another pregnant woman down there, and she's like yelling at him and all this stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and so the, the other the new woman is unconscious. So he strips her of her clothes. Yes. He strips mm-hmm. off his clothes. And mm-hmm. we see his naked butt. We don't see anything else. And he starts uh, jacking off over top of her. Mm-hmm. And this makes the pregnant woman so sick that she vomits. Yes. So you're like, okay. On onto the unconscious woman? Probably. Yeah. She was close. Yeah. She was close enough, right? So you're like, okay, well, that's happening. That's disgusting. But mm-hmm. wait. Uh-huh. We um we don't see the finish. But we see the result in his yes. hand, where he uh-huh. then takes a uh, um, 
a needleless syringe. He, like a medicine dropper. Yeah, he he soups it up. And um, uh-huh. we get a close-up shot of someone's pussy. Doesn't have mm-hmm. to necessarily be this woman's. It's someone's where the syringe that is full of a actual substance gets deposited into her body. And I thought the last film was in Seminoid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You were on fire tonight. (laughs) Which just goes to show you, everyone, laughter is the only way to get through literally anything. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Because you're just like, I'm, and I'm, yeah, and I'm sorry, just looking at that, I'm like, that was actual semen, wasn't it? Stop. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I have many substances. I am a, I'm a lady who takes care of her face. I have a lot of substances that look like cum. Okay. Just saying aren't. as nope. somewhat of a connoisseur. Nope. La, 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 la. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> I am going to live in blissful ignorance. Do you hear me? <laughs> and no is there is there any way that either of us can claim blissful ignorance at this point in our lives also no why don't we why don't we think of it as this but no to answer that absolutely not i do not live in blissful ignorance um just trauma traumatized silence (laughs) no actually to be fair it's very loud it's just like you really have to like peel through the layers to sometimes hear what it's saying listen to the podcast yeah Oh, <laughs> fuck me. Um, all right. Well, oh, that God. happens. Moving on from the warm palm full of jizz, we see. Oh, we... oh, right away. No, no, because we get that. You know what's the next thing that we see? We get to see the Marbles family fuck. Yes, yes, we get to see them fucking, which involves very vigorously sucking on each other's toes in a 69. This was the best. Yes. No, it... no genitals are touching. The only thing that is getting these two humans off is the, you're right, like vigorous sucking of toes. Uh huh. And this is where we see that their pubes are both dyed to match their hair colors, which in the case of blue haired Ronald is stunning. I know, I know people do this. Like, you know, people like peroxide bleach, like bleach out their pubes and they dye them. But like, that seems like you gotta like dangerous. Yeah, just art. Dangerous art. Yeah. So they they'll get interrupted met foot coitus mm. by Cookie calling them saying, "Hey, I've got your information, but bitches, I want my money because I got fucked by a chicken and this is not okay." Yes. So Yeah, and she only she only supposedly got $2,000 from them. I'm sorry, $2,000 not enough to get fucked by a chicken. No, no. Oh my gosh. I would need all the money <laughs> and free pedicures for life. Those are two people that understand and appreciate a good looking foot. Free pedicures for life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of money Given to get your feet done. By someone of your choice, not theirs. Yes. I would I would make that stipulation. Although to be fair, like listen. If that, if I have to use their person to get my feet done, I'd be like, okay, fine. Are they like secretly taking photos or not so secretly? Yes. 
is the lotion not actually lotion also that that's okay <laughs> turns out i am desperate to just get free pedicures for life <laughs> you want to see these toes you know what to do oh god <laughs> oh so cookie gives them the location where divine and her family are living so the marbles are going, yes, we have just the perfect thing and her birthday's coming up. We have this present that we've been saving for a year. <laughs> they are like, going okay. to mail her. Yes. We get the montage. They go to the post office. They mail a package to Divine Trailer off of Phoenix, Baltimore, yeah. wherever. Return address, the filthiest people alive. And then this next scene wherein the package is delivered just the entirety of the scene iconic i i'm at a loss with words to begin how to describe the oh yeah so right right before they get the package this is where the whole like cooch meat is being grilled yes and it's served and she was like i was warming it with my pussy like whole thing right Mm -hmm. and then yes uh the mailman shows up he knocks on their door and immediately Divine is like, who the fuck is this? Who's there? Cracker pulls out a knife. Cookie pulls out a gun. They are ready to just jump this poor guy. Divine opens the door. She's like, what are you doing? How dare you do this? No one has my address. You're not supposed to be able to deliver here. Don't you dare deliver anything again or I'll shove the next package up your ass. You have 17 seconds to get out of here before I break your body. Just This is how I react when someone comes to the door unannounced. <laughs> in your leopard print bra oh i have like rolled up answering the door with a knife in my hand <laughs> oh yeah because because on top of it so well, i mean divine is just i mean truly like wearing some divine outfits this one mm-hmm. we've got this beautiful like leopard print bustier black pants she is looking good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this package gets delivered Mm-hmm. And so the, the mailman runs away. So they open it up and it's yep. in this massive box. And then there's another box. And what do we get? A human turd. Not any human turd. It is actually Divine's turd. Did you read that? Oh. Uh, the night before she shit in a box. So all of those reactions that were happening were accurate because it was an actual piece of shit. Of course it was. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so... Divine is saying that this is a direct attack on her. How dare these people claim to be the filthiest. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know what the whole, so there's a birthday card too. And a part of it says happy birthday, Faso. And she's just like, what the fuck? So Divine is yeah. very unhappy. So then we get kind of this rando scene where we go back and we see Channing has dressed up like Mink Stole. He's like painted his hair. Uh-huh. He's wearing one of her outfits. He's wearing her underwear. And he's reenacting. Yes. He's, he's basically reenacting the scene that we just saw with the two of them. At one mm-hmm. point, he pretends to be her husband and he puts a dyed blue mop on top of his head. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And so the marbles, they come home, they're listening outside of the door, and then they bust in. They're very upset that he did this. Mink stole is like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I can't believe you've ruined my clothes. Da, 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 da. So they're going to fire him, but also they're like, well, we can't have you releasing our secrets. So we're just going to like, we got to go somewhere. We're going to go lock you in the closet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they do that. I also wrote that down because um, 
Mr. Marbles just yells at him that it's okay, you'll be comfortable here. You're already a closet queen. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the 70s. Very 70s, yes. Cut back to the trailer. Oh, and was it just before this that we found out that, or was it, is it just now that we found out that Edie and the Eggman are going to get married? And yes. I just wrote down, oh Lord, please tell me we won't see Edie and the Eggman fuck. Honestly, I would have rather seen that than <laughs> like the the chicken. Like on I would have seen so many things other than the whole like chicken. That like really, really, really. <sighs> <sighs> but yes, so they get engaged again. It, it, just very like a sweet, innocent thing. They get engaged. And now uh-huh. we have uh, Divine's massive birthday party. Yes. And uh, I mean, I think it's safe to say, because we can't tell you where, but we grew up in Ohio. And mm-hmm. honestly, like this party just felt familiar. Oh, God, it did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not it's not like, oh, you're hanging out with your friends. You're like, oh, yeah, this party looks familiar because like that's my family. Not specifically those people, <laughs> but like. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like it had a family party vibe. It it very much did. And I was like, you know what? And I will say everyone looks like they are just genuinely enjoying themselves. Divine's in a white dress. She is getting various birthday gifts like plastic vomit or a pig head. A real, that was definitely a real pig's head. Yes. And that's fine. That's fine. They bought that shit at a supermarket or they went to like the butcher and they got a pig's head. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Not like they killed it. We don't know what happened. We don't know what happens to the pig's head. No. Um, she also got this. It was a butcher's knife, but Uh it had a really long handle. Yeah, like not quite a machete type thing, but like definitely like some kind of a big knife that you would use for hacking through sugar cane. Yeah, it was confusing because it, I mean, obviously it wasn't like put together, like it wasn't some prop that they duct taped together. Like that was a real mm-hmm. butcher's knife with this massive long handle. I don't, so I don't know what that's for. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but yeah, you know, so they're having up through the underbrush or people. People. So they're having this mm-hmm. massive party. Um, They literally do poppers on screen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They literally do that. (laughs) I didn't realize, because I also read a thing. Did you know that poppers were legal at one point? I mean, I guess all drugs were legal at one point. Huh. I mean, have I had experience, but have I had a need to get VCR cleaner for my VCR machine? Of course. But um, yeah, just not not too often, though. It it just gives me a headache whenever I have to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, like, I did not know this was, like, a legal site. And it sounds like it was a very short period of time. Probably. But it was a, it was a legal substance. So that happens. Um, but, yeah, just, like, this really raunchous party. At one point, I, it's during the party, right, that they take the mamas in the wheelbarrow? Or is it after? Uh, yeah, it's, like, just after, I think. Because okay. they've also well, got, yeah. like, they've got a gal there who's belly dancing with a Let snake. Let us not skip the party. Oh God, please go. Please, 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 please. <laughs> yes, a gal who is belly dancing with a snake. Brittany wishes she could have done it before her. Again, iconic. Then there is another 
act performer at this party. A completely nude male. Yeah. On a raised dais of like fake golf turf, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. And he's like sort of contorting around and then he just gets around and for a moment I thought, oh, he's just lip syncing with his asshole. And then no, it wasn't, it wasn't just that. It was I I honestly thought we were going to see him shit. <laughs> oh, I am so glad that didn't happen. Me too. I am so so um because it looks like he was trying very hard well obviously okay they call this guy the singing asshole um his real name is never mentioned because he didn't want his real name exp- so this is another thing that like john waters like respected that he was like okay i won't let your name be known i think he mm-hmm. it sounds like he casually tells uh the the guy who plays the character casually tells people like yeah this is my party trick um, mm-hmm. And yes, you are right, Steve. However, this man is doing what he does is because that's the same. It's the same way that you poop. Mm-hmm. It makes you really think, like, how did he figure out he could do this? There's various ways. There, there are. We could I'm list them. Song right now. <laughs> oh, I, I've already done that. There was some trauma happening in my poor time. <laughs> Not going to lie, after I watched that, I was like, I can do that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, on it, like, it was so fascinating. It was. <laughs> I love how that, I feel like that bothered you way more than it did me. I was just like, wow. Yeah, no, because I... Because honestly, for a half of a second there, I was like, <laughs> it looked like something was going to come out. Maybe, I'm know, only I, for things going in. <laughs> this is when Tyler walked in. <laughs> this is when Tyler walked in and I was like, watch this. Oh my God. And he was like, I'm leaving. And I was like, no. Huzzah. Ah, so he did not shit. And that was exciting for both of us. Thank goodness. Because so, if he had actually shit, we would have seen that on camera. Oh, absolutely. Yeah absolutely i yeah. again i thought that was the point any hoodly do so you've got the marbles who are hiding like off in the woods at the fringes of this party watching mm-hmm. what's going on and they're seeing all of this happen and going personally i think they're getting jealous because they're realizing that their level of filth just cannot compete no with divine and her family so they go back and they call the cops being like oh there's something lewd going on this is terrible so the cops show up and at first everybody like goes to run and hide but no everyone was not running and hiding everyone was going and getting a weapon yes because the cops end up very dead very much so and then they end up getting torn apart and cannibalized yep again least shocking part of the movie yeah yeah obviously there are like some subtle or not so subtle commentaries and i think the police in baltimore at that time were i mean probably aren't now but 
were not fantastic. Yeah. So that um, was probably a probably a very deliberate thing. Yes. Also, there's a person at the party and her scene was cut out. I can't remember what she was called. Swastika Amy. Was that? Oh, oh, no. Wait. Um, Patty Hitler. Patty Hitler. That is a drag queen name if I ever heard one. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Patty Hitler had a bunch of swastikas. Yeah. No, Patty Hitler. Yeah, she's apparently the town gossip. And that's how divine finds out about the marbles and what they're doing and all about their mm-hmm. their gig so, oh yeah so directly we... after all of the policemen are eaten this is when it happens this is when uh the Eggman and edie have gotten married and he rolls her away in a wheelbarrow yes in a very precarious wheelbarrow yeah yeah, yeah that was that was a little scary but everything seemed to go okay with that so mm-hmm. yeah so so good for them so next we're back to we're back to <laughs> Raymond, who's trying to get his mojo back yes. after witnessing all of this by going and exposing himself to someone in the park yet again, this time with what looks like a turkey neck tied to his member. Mm-hmm. Um, the joke's on him though, because he goes, he exposes himself. The the woman sitting there exposes her boob. Ooh, exposes back. So he's like, oh, okay, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Mm-hmm. And then she flicks open her dress and wiggle, 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 because it's a good classic 70s transsexual. And uh, he proceeds to run away. Yes, yes, because he realizes that he is out, out filthed at this. Yeah, time. he he is no match. He is no, and she was smoking a cigarette the entire time. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. That was also another little fun fact that I read. I was it. It was either a year to the day or a couple days after she had like the official like gender reassignment surgery. Oh wow! It was one or the other. I was like, oh well, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I don't know who. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember her name, but yeah, good for you. Meanwhile. Whilst the marbles are out, Mama Divine and Crackers break into the marbles' home. Yes. Because they are going to get back at them for sending this lewd present. And how how is the way they get back at them, Ashley? So so they they go into the house, they go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they say about the the little daybed that they were sucking toes on is, oh, I bet this is where they touch their uninspired organs together. And I was like, ooh, I like that line. Mm-hmm. So to pay them back, just like a dog pissing on another dog's territory, they proceed mm-hmm. to lick and spit all over their home. All over. I mean, the banisters, the couch cushions, the coffee table, the it's everywhere. It's sometimes unseemly. it's a dry lick. Sometimes it's it's a full saliva thing. Not uh-huh. gonna lie. Have I tried to show my dominance by licking someone something? Yeah, I have. Yes, you have. <laughs> have I done it to many of my most of my all of my friends? Yeah, take it as an honor. Yes, I thank you. But yeah, <laughs> yes, and. Do. And as they're as they're looking everything, they are also describing what they are doing. They are describing their licking. They're describing how wet they're getting everything. It is becoming 
very sexual. Well, to them it is. <laughs> I, uh, not gonna lie, I, yeah. Uh-huh. So Divine's like, I don't know how- Because at this it... point we're in the kitchen, aren't we, Ashley? We're, we're in, we're the, in kitchen. the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. And then we, we get into the living room and uh, Cotton is just so overwhelmed. And Divine is so in love with her son. And that the most divine gift uh-huh. a mother can give is to blow her child. <laughs> no. And so we see an on-screen blowjob, not to finish. Uh-huh. We uh, That happens. Yeah. Crackers just there on the, on the sofa in the dining room and... Divine's just in front of him. His pants come down and Divine just starts slobbering away, going to town. Best line, get my balls, mama. <laughs> because that was said. Um, thankfully, this scene ends pretty quick because they hear a noise. Cotton is very upset and Divine's like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's like, shit, there's someone else in the house. So... Right back to it. Yeah. So she and Cracker, they go down to the basement to see what is happening down there. No, not the basement yet. No, because this they is find we... Channing first, right? No, we go back to the trailer. <coughs> oh, he's dying. <coughs> he's not dying. We we go back to the trailer. This is when we see the leopard print um uh backslash, as you called it in the kitchen. It was beautiful. Um mm, they yes throw gasoline all over it and they actually like this trailer on fire and john waters is like i will film this from every angle oh yes john waters was all the minute from the minute that mink stole throws that torch into the trailer to when it finally can no longer structurally support itself and just collapses in a pile of ash and flame yes um so we, we kind of see this like throughout, but yes. Yeah, so then we head um, mm-hmm. to the closet where uh, Divine and uh, Crackers find Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, no, I want you to imagine Channing Tatum as this character because it works. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a dum-dum. He's a hot dum-dum, but he's a dum-dum. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. He doesn't need to talk. He doesn't. <laughs> But yeah, so he leads them downstairs to where they find the two gals who are chained up. Mm-hmm. And they eventually free the gals. Channing is tied up. So they're like, hey, do whatever you want to him. Yes, because Divine's like, listen, he's going to die either way. So either you guys do it or we do it. Mm-hmm. And so they're she like, pull- deal. She like pulls a buck knife out of her bra, hands it to like the pregnant gal. And then we see we see Divine and Cracker's faces as they're listening to the sounds of Channing's dick being cut off. The joy. Thank sweet baby Jesus. We do not see an actual dick being cut off. I feel like that would have been a special effect they could not do. Well, yeah, and I think that's, and yeah. And that's, it, that would have been several steps too far. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely why we're not seeing it actually happen is because, yes, it's very, very small budget. And now, I mean, all of the, like, shocking things that they do, they had to do it in real life. This was, I think, like, the only one that they couldn't do. 
Yeah. Yeah. That boop, that was it. Thankfully. Yes. So oh yeah. So cut off. Yes. They go back and they find the burned out trailer and they're like, oh, what is this? So they know immediately though that it was the marbles. So they're gonna go and get them. Meanwhile, yes. the marbles return home and they are so pleased with themselves for what they've done until the house starts going poltergeist on them. Uh, yeah, just like Pee-wee's Playhouse, uh, the furniture starts coming to life and mm-hmm. not, like, knocks them off from sitting. The table falls apart and it's like, yeah. oh, it's rejecting us. They know something's wrong. So they go down to the basement because mm-hmm. they can't find Chan- Channing. Um, the women are gone and mm-hmm. they're freaking out because like, oh, the women can call the cops. But also this is yeah. when we see uh, they kind of just created like a bloody mess where Channing's yeah. penis would have been. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like, that's, it was, I mean, you don't really see anything, but it is kind of graphic. Yeah. Yeah. He was tucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is done. They, so they run, they run back upstairs because the house, house is rejecting them because they are no longer the filthiest people in there and they end up getting tied up by crackers and cotton while divine is holding a gun to them because haha guess what bitches you've been got yes so we go back to where divine and her family were living Mm -hmm. um everything is burnt up uh they are going to do a (laughs) makeshift trial outside in the woods divine has called the Mm -hmm. press they have this like a little wooden podium and divine is wearing her iconic bright red mermaid dress yes so so perfect oh so the trial takes like two minutes it does because they even say this is a kangaroo court we're going to kill them but we're at least going to try them first. And yeah. they do like a mini, like a mini interview session with all of them first beforehand, like asking to find what are your politics? Kill everyone immediately. Make it's homicide just, legal. Oh, it's just iconic. Yeah. It, no, it, it truly is. It's really, it's really, really good. And you have to think, I mean, it's the seventies, like counterculture was vilified so much in the the news and that's mm-hmm. what i mean that's what people thought those thinking outside of the norm were doing that they were just mm-hmm. these filthy awful disgusting people that were like you know kidnapping women to give them to lesbians because oh you know lesbians just can't have their own kids that's disgusting I mean, just like all of this yeah. stuff, as as shocking as this movie was, it was a commentary on like, well, this is what you think that we're doing. We'll fucking do it. Mm-hmm. So they did. <sighs> um, yeah. So they find yeah. the, the marbles. Uh, they find them guilty. So they take them to this tree. They tie them up. Guilty of being assholes. Of being assholes. They tar and feather them. Mm-hmm. and divine is like all right get your cameras ready like you're gonna see two fucking people get murdered uh. <laughs> and they do <laughs> i also like how she threatened one of the 
media guys there that if he didn't publish it, she knows where he lives and she will eat his wife and child. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, all right. Well, this was great. Thanks so much for inviting us. Yeah. Well, we'll try to get it out by mid- the Midnight Post. Yeah. And again, like commentary on the news, like, oh, they're the ones like showing us this disgusting filth. Like they're just as bad. They're getting paid off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so, so much was happening. I mean, so much is happening now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so it's, it's, it's really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. So the movie is over. That's it. Yeah. That's our movie. They've killed the marbles and they're going to move to Boise and are all just discussing what kind of different hair they're going to have there. Yes. Yes. Um, and then we get, uh, how much is that doggy in the window? Yes, we this do. Is, this is all you. Because, because again, it is known pink flamingos means divine eats dog shit. Yes. And like through the entirety of the movie, you're sitting there going, Okay, I'm, I know it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. What's going on? So we get it right at the end. We come up to the three of them, Divine, Cotton, Crackers, just walking happily down a sidewalk. We see a little doggy being walked. We see Divine licking her lips and rubbing her belly. We see the dog shitting, which thank at least it's a little dog. It's like a little Yorkie Terrier or something like that. Like a Shih Tzu. When, when I imagined this in my head, I always thought like dog, like a big dog takes a massive shit, chews, eats, swallows. That is not the case. Yeah, no. It's like tiny little pellets, really, that she just scoops up and kind of mashes together in her hand and then just shoves in and just starts chewing she does gag a little bit oh, but she's yeah. also like grinning so you can see the shit in her teeth and she tr- i mean honestly she spits the majority of it out i mean you can tell she is trying not to throw up yeah and it's you're, you're seeing her keeping like her tongue away from it all it's just like teeth kind of on her lips you know when the camera stopped rolling i, I mean shit like shit was out and was down and was brushed and was taken yeah care of. um it's i mean it's yeah it's gross it's disgusting yeah but it happens yeah it's it's meant to be the cherry on top of all of the filth we have seen thus far in the movie and with the exception of the chicken i believe that it does it yeah and everybody that was pink flamingos that was pink flamingos that was pink flamingos I, I think you I you really have to have a strong constitution. I think you have to understand oh yeah like why it was being made. You have to understand like the era it was coming out of. I also think like you have you have to have watched other John Waters films before you even touch this one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, this is this is not a training wheels, John Waters. No, 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 no. I I feel like you really have to have um an understanding before you you come because the earliest movie that i've seen of him is is polyester have you seen that one um see because i know i've seen the first john waters i ever saw was in dc with my uncle and his partner the and they're the ones who the one of them's an oncology nurse the other one 
and has like a thing for antiques like they've got Mm -hmm. the old baptismal font in their living room that they use as like a wine cooler during parties stuff (laughs) like that yeah so but I forget if it was female trouble or polyester or something like that okay but yeah yeah that was like the like the earliest of his movies that I've seen but I think the movie that like Mm -hmm entered me in was crybaby which i think i feel like is a lot is Mm. is for most people because it's i think even more so than hairspray like crybaby is really accessible Mm -hmm. it's accessible it's not that shocking um it's easy to get into it's hot this is none of those things (laughs) no no (laughs) not in the least so as we take a bold jump into this new year we hope that you are doing the same that you smack yourself you wake yourself up things can look gloomy and they can look dire but look at what you can make with not much Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. you too can think of yourself like divine said in one of the in one of the cut scenes it was about this time in my career that i realized i was capable of being perfect exactly This could be the year when you look in the mirror and you say, bitch, you are Mm -hmm. so perfect. I also appreciated the anecdote that the original trailer that New Line Cinema used for this film when it came out to promote it used no footage from the actual film itself. Yeah, because honestly, there is nothing. It was just audience reactions. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. It was great. So friends, if you aren't following us on Instagram already, you should definitely do that. Find us on Instagram at trauma underscore and underscore trash. Give us a like, give us a review. Honestly, you should tell someone else about us so we can have more people listen to the absolute filth that we spout into these microphones. Woo! Yeah. I promise it's all as bad as this one, but... It is absolutely named. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, just remember, trash and truly trauma is always better with friends. We'll see you next time. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs>